0: Welcome to Ladies in Progress podcast. A show created by three best friends from high school who are now navigating their 30s together.
1: Where we share our stories as ever-changing, ever-growing women just like you. We are Ladies in Progress. Welcome to Ladies in Progress Podcast. This is Lynn. This is Anna. And this is Leanna. And this week we are going to be talking about scary stories. Scary stories. Scary stories. (laughs) Scary.
0: Happy Halloween week, everybody. Yay. It's not canceled.
2: (laughs) Or is it? Is that the spookiness of it?
1: Yeah. Before we go dive into our scary stories, did you guys vote? Did
2: you vote? Did you vote? I just want to go get my ballot outside of my mailbox (laughs) Yeah. so I still have not, but I will. Small
0: wins. It's good. (laughs) That's done. It's inside the house. Leanna, what about yourself? Um... It's, my ballot is sitting on my counter in my kitchen, uh, because I want to really take some time and read through the pamphlet and do some Googling and, um, really get informed about the choices I'm going to make. I mean, one of the biggest choices, presidential choice. I don't really need much more, (laughs) uh, research to know who I'm voting for, but, um, yeah, I like taking the time. It's like sitting down, getting cozy, voting.
1: <laughs> Lynn, have you voted yet? I have not. <laughs> I have my ballot and I do want to look over the pamphlet too. Um, I kind of wanted to do this thing where I would run like go on a run and bring my ballot with me in a backpack Ooh. and drop it off. But nice. We'll see. And then snap a picture.
2: Yes. I mean, I just learned that some states don't have enough ballot boxes like we do. Some states, they only have, like, one ballot box for, like, miles and miles upon miles. And we have the privilege of having multiple boxes, like, right outside yeah. our door, or yeah. house, basically. Or easy to drive to, and it's somewhere, like, accessible.
0: Well, yeah, that's the thing. I think before this, um, this election time, I think a lot of us a lot of us got away with not having to know as much about politics and who we're voting for except for like the major election years and there was a a, an event at work so as a reminder I work at a community college um, and there was a bunch of faculty who work in like the history department political science department um, kind of like American ethnic studies uh, Mm -hmm. departments and they all got together to kind of talk about this year's election And so one of the things they talked about is the voter suppression that's occurring across the country. So it's like we do live in our little bubble up here in like the Seattle area, Pacific Northwest, where we do have access to a lot of these ballot boxes. But like you said, Ana, some places don't have ballot boxes. Some places um, are not collecting ballots by mail. And so there are private mail companies collecting them. So it's like, okay, what about that conflict of interest there for that company to be able to handle those? Right. Yeah. How's that even legal? There are um, reports of, yeah, people standing, standing in, in line mind, lining for hours, hours, hours and right before like the cutoff and people that have been in line for hours are not able to finish their vote or you know, like there's just a lot wow. going on. And I guess yeah. what I learned today is that there's been a history of uh, attempts at voter suppression, and um, it's scary because that feels like something you would read about in like a Hunger Games, m- like books, you know what I mean? Yeah. In yeah. books and movies, but it's real
2: life. Yeah, it's real life and it happens. Wow. So if you haven't voted, please go vote. It does matter. It does totally.
0: Otherwise, we could end up living a uh, a real life spooky story even scarier than what's happening currently
2: or the stories that we
0: will
1: talk to you about yeah yeah so lynn tell us about this week's topic all right so this week's topic is scary stories be afraid (laughs) be very afraid (laughs) (laughs) So we're gonna do two kinds of scary stories, one scary story and the other one kind of like a cultural scary story. And I will start off first. One of my scary stories was when I was a kid, it was I think my brother and some other kid, and I can't remember who was with us, but we did the Bloody Mary thing in the bathroom.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No! (laughs) So for those that, that may not know what Bloody Mary is or what do you do, yeah, who do you, can you get into details of what is it?
1: Uh, you know, as a kid, I wasn't really sure what it meant, but like what you do is you go into the bathroom, you look in the mirror, you turn off the light and you chant Bloody Mary three times.
2: Don't even say it. <laughs> Don't even say it. And because then if my lights me. start turning off, I'm, I'm,
1: I'm running out of here. You'll I have. you in
2: the podcast just like me screaming the whole way. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I may not sleep tonight. But Why are we recording this at night? Why didn't we decide to record this I during know. the day, guys? I this have, should have been on a We I have, I have, like have weekend movie. morning. Yep. <laughs> Some Pixar Finding Nemo movie. Yeah. <laughs> so
1: we did that, and like I think we stayed in the bathroom for just a little while, and then I think we heard something. It might have been like a water dripping from the faucet or something like that, and then we ran out we um, ran out and then we <laughs> were like oh my god something's gonna happen and then all of a sudden the TV that was on in the living room turned grey like it was like static you, you guys remember when TVs used to be like static when you were
2: <laughs> you know how sad that makes us l- sound so old do you remember
0: do you mean like when you only had 13 channels on your yes. TV <laughs> you
2: rabbit antennas, antenna ears yep so that
1: happened and then we ran to um we were at our apartment and my mom our parents are buddhist so we had this like buddhist altar in the corner we ran to that for some reason (laughs) (laughs) and then we just like huddled next to each other and like just like hid until like we like calmed down and like i mean nothing else happened after that Mm -hmm. but like that was what happened (laughs) And that was my <laughs> childhood scary story. <laughs> oh, man. How old do you think you were? Um, I think I was maybe, uh, I think, eight or nine or something. Mm. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. So then your brother was how old? Uh, he's three years older than
0: me, so he was... <laughs> <laughs> See?
2: Those dang older
0: siblings.
1: <laughs> yep.
0: That was you, huh, Anna? Hell no, Did you I'm a scaredy cat. I was not
2: doing any kind of that. Uh,
0: yeah. It's so funny, like, because we had like a bloody Mary experience with me and my cousins and my sister growing oh, yeah. up. And like I was always the one that was like not trying to do it. I was like, I'm gonna be in the hallway watching.
2: Cartoons, See what happens. Yeah. Or, like, you know, I'm gonna be
0: somewhere else. And they would all come running and they'd be like, Did you hear that scream? And like I didn't think they were messing with me. Obviously, they were messing with me. But it's funny how many kids across across America have had Bloody Mary <laughs> stories probably very similar yeah. to them. Yeah, During
2: middle school, I remember that was a popular thing to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, I never participated. Oh, like at school. But all these girls oh. would go into the bathroom. And the one that would be, like, you know, a smart, I would call her. She would stay outside <laughs> of the bathroom to, like, you know let not to tell other girls basically not to go into the bathroom because they were doing something in there.
1: Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I was
2: like, yeah, I'll go use another bathroom. Thank you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> scary.
2: Anna, do you want to share your scary story? Oh man. So, if I have any Latinos listeners, you know, about La Llorona. Ooh. So, La Llorona is uh, definitely a Latin American kind of like folklore t- tale. That a lot of our parents tell us for, I guess they, I feel like they tell us now as an adult they tell us to kind of like get us to act better and to tell oh, us yeah. like, kind of put fear into us because you know that's the culture of course, <laughs> um, <laughs> so to pay attention especially when we're outside to make sure that we come inside before it gets dark, to not be out doing you know quote unquote bad things out there as kids, um, so the story basically is um, I feel like when I was reading upon. Uh, La Llorona a lot of cultures have the same kind of um, storyline about her so yeah And yeah. Latin American culture is basically a woman who is married to a guy the guy has an affair Ooh. and she has two kids with him and um, before the affair of course and then she finds out about the affair she is just Outraged, livid, wow. and I mean, I don't know what sane woman would do this, but um, La Yurona basically drowns the two kids, <gasps> no. then kind of like snaps back in re- into reality and realizes, like, oh my gosh, what did I do? I would
0: drown the husband. Right?
2: Sorry, I'm First just, k- all, drown <laughs> just <husband>. kidding. Drown the husband.
0: Don't catch that on recording. <laughs> <laughs> Leanne is
2: the only married one. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: no i don't drown watch out
2: yeah (laughs) Uh, we'll use this as evidence mark don't worry we got your back (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) so of course when she snaps out of you know into reality and says oh my gosh i killed my two kids she's like wailing and crying of course because i'm assuming you know that's a huge pain and then the only way that she seems to like get rid of the pain is to kill herself as well but the thing is that when she does end up killing herself she doesn't her spirit her soul's not able to kind of cross over so then she's just kind of stuck on our in our world right now on earth Aww. and she's just wailing and wailing hurting oh no. because her her children are no longer with her and she can't be with them yeah so then of course um that brings to scaring other children with our (laughs) parents telling us the same story is that she's out there and if you are out you know outside whenever they tell you not to be outside uh that la llorona is going to come and get you because she's missing her children and she's going to mistaken you as one of her children so she's going to take you with you that's so good yeah (laughs) so uh la llorona definitely as an adult still i'm like she's real guys she's real she's out there yeah yeah so with along that it's it's kind of funny i guess because we joke around because we're in the united states that she does she can't cross the border she's undocumented because we're like Aww. i haven't heard about la llorona up here mom like Dang. she's in guatemala yeah. for those of, uh, <laughs> listeners um, my parents are from guatemala latin uh, central america so we're like she stays <laughs> over there right yeah she doesn't come Dang. over she's undocumented she can't come over oh that's funny but yeah so if you hear her cry the story goes with that if you hear her wailing if she sounds like she's far away in reality she's closer to you and if her cries sound close to you that means she's actually far away
1: what Ooh. yes that's scary extra scary (laughs) right wow
2: oh my gosh it's scary but you know and they made that recent movie I forgot who actually made it like Fox or I don't know it'll be a fact check did you see that? Uh, I did go see it because um, I can't remember if we mentioned it in the previous episode or if we were just talking between ourselves in a group chat Um, our significant others you know love scary scary movies scary stories and (laughs) Andrew has one scary movie per year and definitely that was one of them and so I went to go watch it oh, that's gosh. a good one to pick
0: yeah I didn't see that one
1: I probably won't mention it to Jeremy
0: oh yeah no and it's like on demand or something oh
2: right my now. god and I always I'm sh- I always like I'm sure it's on right now <laughs> during Halloween October like <laughs> oh, totally over and over again
0: so on it like did you say that your parents are like adults would be like don't go over there or else la llorona would get you and
2: yes. stuff like that yeah so if oh. all of us cousins That's were like outside worst. out you know yeah the sun is kind of setting and you know some other cultures are like just come before the the lights you know the lights turn on ours is no lights turning on no time frame it's just <laughs> About to be get taken. in you get two warnings and on the third one la llorona parents is pa- apparently oh, is going to come tried. and get you <laughs> she
0: keeps track she keeps track of yeah, every parent apparently parents, they yell. got like her
2: on her pager or other cell phone <laughs> call her so <laughs> she can come and get us
0: <laughs> yeah in Filipino culture at least in my family um there was always like don't go over there or else the moment would get you Ooh. it's like a like a monster uh-huh. it, that's what we we were always told and so there wasn't ever like a story behind it but like I feel so bad because we've done that to like little cousins and nieces and nephews like don't go to that hallway where they're you know like we try to close off rooms in the house so that the kids will just stay put in like yeah. the living room or something don't go over there the momo going to get you <laughs> but oh. then over time it starts to freak me yeah. out because then these little kids are like oh, I saw a momo there Shut and I'm up. like what wait no. what did you <laughs> and I'm kind of like wait am I screwing myself over by telling these kids <laughs> because <things?" laughs> now they're scaring me or like they're always like oh there's a the, mon- the monster's
2: there the momo's going to get us the momo's there and I'm like oh shit oh, damn no. it <laughs>
0: So they got me. Yeah.
2: I definitely have shared the Yorona story to my nephew who lives with us, oh. Christopher. And is he scared? <laughs> He's messed up. He's <laughs> afraid. He'll go like cry. And the funny thing yep. is that his dad will like egg on the situation. And so, like, we'll show him either, like, a scary, sh- like, a picture of
1: her <laughs> oh or my something. God. And so no. he's in tears
2: crying. I'm laughing my ass off. <laughs> and his mom, of course, is pissed off because it's like, you know, you're scaring the child. Now he won't be able to go to sleep. Can't go to the bathroom by himself. Oh, yeah. yeah that's
1: going to suck for them. But
2: I'm like, hey, we had to do the same thing. We grew up. All <laughs> <I> know- my <laughs> older cousins and, you know, aunts and uncles did the same thing to us we need to keep the tradition. Pass it down. (laughs) I
0: know. I was thinking, like, scary stories in my family was not just saved for Halloween. And so, yeah, on my mom's side, Filipino family, we grew up, like, hearing about the Momo and don't do this or that because it's going to get you. And then on my dad's side of the family, they're from Hawaii. And so I've grown up with, like, a good mix of ghost stories and urban legends Mm -hmm. from You know, from everywhere. So um, what I think about is uh, growing up as a kid, we would have a lot of family barbecues. Mm -hmm. And so this could be like middle of the summer, beautiful, sunny day. But then when night hits, we gather around the fire pit in the backyard of my grandma's house. And uh, somebody would tell scary stories. And now I get why I'm such a scaredy cat. And it's because most of my life growing up, family events, fun things were kind of ruined by these moments of <laughs> scary stories. <laughs> and I would freak out and I would like want to walk away or close my ears. And they would like, everybody would just mess with me even more. Yes. Kind of yes. like at haunted houses. Yes. yes. <laughs> like, I was a target. And so um, I think about like my, my dad's dad, my grandpa telling stories, uncles, all of that. Ooh. And I, at the time I was told these stories Um, And it was from the viewpoint of my family member. So, oh, this happened to me one night. And so, like, I kept thinking, oh, my gosh, all these scary things have been happening to my family. Like, at some point, it's going to happen to me. But then as I got older, these are well-known urban legends that did not happen to my specific grandpa or (laughs) uncle or auntie. (laughs) Um, So these are well-known stories that have been carried on all across Hawaii. And so, like... One of them in particular um, is this faceless woman in the bathroom at one of the drive-in movie theaters. What? (laughs) Um, Yeah. And so I was told this story that um, (laughs) my grandpa told the story that he was walking by uh, like the restrooms to go to the bathroom when he was younger. This was like in the 1960s in Hawaii and um, the doors were propped open to the restroom. So as he was going in, he sees the back of a woman um, in the mirror kind of looks like she's, she's just staring at herself yeah. in the mirror. So he sees her hair. Um, he starts like kind of looking at her and then he starts to notice that she has no feet Oh my god! and that she's floating. Ugh. And so then my grandpa continued to say that he, he walks over to try and get a better look. And as he gets closer to the mirror, he sees in the reflection she has no face. Oh, hell no. And so that scared the crap out oh of him. Oh, And God. so then as I, get, as I got older, I'm like, Grandpa, what you doing checking out the lady's restroom? <laughs> like, you, you nasty. What are you doing? <laughs> and so, yeah, it didn't, like, occur to me. But then there would be all these other um, so many stories from Hawaii. There's another one about the white lady. Yeah. And so... I was told this story by my uncle that um, one night he was out at a bar and he was hanging out with friends having a good time and he got really drunk but then it was time to go home (laughs) and so he and a buddy jump into their pickup truck and start driving down uh, the highway and it's a quiet like two-lane highway so there's you know not a ton of cars because it's also in the middle of the night yeah and all of a sudden way up ahead his friends like hey you know do you see that person <sighs> over there on the side of the road and my uncle pulls over because it's an old lady all oh, hell no all dressed in white with white hair and the story changed over time that she had a white dog with her or like she was a white dog and the whole story is that if you do see a lady in white hitchhiking on the side of the road you are supposed to stop for her because it is most likely uh pele who is a goddess oh, yeah. um and so you want to help her okay. Um, And she's usually there to try and, like, deter people who are being unsafe. And so there he is, drunk driving. Mm. And he says that she gets into the back of the the cab of the truck. um, And all of a sudden, in his rearview mirror, she starts laughing. Oh. And she's looking at him in the mirror and cracking up. And all of a sudden, there's, uh, like, a fire that she lights in her hands and they freak out and pull over, you know, like they're already speeding and driving. Yeah. And they see this and they pull over and then they turn around and she disappears. Oh, hell no.
1: Oh, yeah. my god! And so the whole story
0: behind that, like, I guess there's a lot of stories around like safety, drunk driving, mm-hmm. picking her up and she she makes you pull over so that you're not driving anymore. Okay. And
2: so, so good ghost story. Are, good ghost yeah, story. Yeah, that's good a good ghost story. story. Thank you.
0: Yeah. So I had a lot of those types of stories growing up. And then it just freaked me out even more by the time um, we would go visit Hawaii and like be out there. I
2: was just scared all the time, (laughs) like always worried. So there has to be some kind of like meaning or something because La Llorona is also all in white. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, why are all these ghostly women in white why not red why not black why not green why not blue yeah that white must mean something
0: uh because it's spooky as hell (laughs) you think of the rain dresses in all white. oh yeah and then i think there's also like an old an old movie from like the 60s or 70s called the lady in white and it's like an american um kind of folk tale so i wonder i forgot
2: where i read this it was back in college, so I honestly don't remember. But I do remember that it was one of the cultures, white, you know, like, white coats, white, mm. like, when you wear it at the hospital. That white isn't the correct color to be wearing, basically. White is death. Instead of, in oh. our culture, in the Western culture, it's, like, white means cleansed, cle- clean, And, oh. like, oh. pure, it's yeah. pure. But in that other culture we'll do i'll have to do a fact check on myself guys i think
1: white is bad in my culture in my family's culture so like i mean like for example on chinese or vietnamese new year you know we're all in Uh red and whoever's wearing black or white they're like no you better change or that's gonna be like the rest of Mm. your year is like bad luck
2: oh see oh
0: my
1: gosh that's something that I definitely follow every year for Chinese New Year. So I'm always wearing red, and like my whole family's yeah. like wearing red because we're like, we don't want to mess with that kind of luck.
2: <laughs> yep, that superstition, you know, to Oof. a certain extent. So, I mean, I think we all kind of have a follow at least one small superstition, if not a few. A oh, few. yeah. Like, don't mess with it. Yep. I, I'd rather look dumb and do it than not do it. <laughs> yep,
0: right. Do you guys have any other stories? Um, Lynn, do you have another one?
2: I do have another one.
1: It's kind of more, I think, real life. It's not something that I experienced myself, but like Mm my aunt, uncle, and their kids, my cousins, had a house in Seattle and it was like their first house when they moved here. And so, like, it was like an older house. And apparently, my aunt she's like very religious and Buddhist but like apparently there were some weird things happening in that house like my little cousin would say like in the middle of the night like they heard like the door rattle um, it was like one like it seemed like it was focusing on like the weakest person in the house so it was like my youngest cousin mm. And she would hear, like, the door rattle. the weakest? (laughs) I don't know. Like, I don't know if it's, like, the weakest or maybe, like, the youngest. Maybe the youngest. Yeah, maybe the youngest. But, like, she had this instance where her door, her bedroom door was rattling in the middle of the night. And she had this doll that somebody gifted her. And, like, Mm -mm, I think mm -mm. the doll, like, the eyes moved. And then she stuffed the doll in the closet. And, like, it opened up. Like, the door opened up. Hell no. And then come to find, like, I think my aunt was, like, trying to figure out what was happening in the house because it's an older house. And Mm. I don't know how she found out, but, like, she prays a lot, too. Um, She found out that there was this spirit in the basement, and apparently it was this girl who, like, committed suicide before in that house. And, like, it was, like, kind of, like, her spirit, like, messing around with, just, just like, playing around with everybody that's living with the house.
2: You guys, I have goosebumps. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no. I'm, like, looking yeah.
1: behind me. So, what? like, I was like, what? And, I mean, there are a lot of stories in that house with, like, somebody saw my, like, after my grandpa passed away, somebody saw his slippers moving up the steps in the middle of the night kind of thing. But what? I don't know if that's true or not, but, like, I believe mm-hmm. in that story about my aunt. Because I know, yeah. I feel like there's some people that, you know, can sense things more. And I think she's one of those mm-hmm. people. And, like, like for her, it's, like, figuring it out. And, like, she, I think she did, like, food offerings and prayed yeah. to help the girl out. So, it you know, it'd be, like, less, hopefully, like, less harmful to the family. But that's my scary story. Wow. How about you, Anna? Oh
2: scary story i always bring it back to my childhood guys because i swear yeah you know susan must say like let's let's go back to your childhood cause you <laughs> messed you up <laughs> so um, if you've listened to the previous episodes i grew up very christian so i went to a church which our church basically we didn't have like our own like we didn't uh, own a facility we always rented from some other church So whenever the Mm. lease, kind of like when you're renting a house or apartment, once your lease uh, runs out, you kind of find another place to rent. So we would always kind of move around. Uh, But our church, basically, we had quite a few people come, if you believe in possession, I mean, people possessed with demons, basically. Wow. And so during church, they would have like, you know, actual sessions to like rebuke the demon.
0: And depending
2: on the... yeah depending on the church we were at some churches that we were in had like an actual little like a Sunday school kind of classroom yeah. so when they were going to do that with whatever adult that was possessed um, basically they would take all the children real quick and like shove us in the room and we would all be like praying together that like so but basically oh. to protect ourselves to kind of wow. create like an aura of to protect the kids, yeah, so whatever demon's coming out of that person doesn't get one of us, type of thing. Oh or possess us.
1: my god, and then there was
2: other Did times... you know what was going on like at the time? Yes, and no. So, like when we were oh, very gosh. young, at like six, seven years, eight years old, we didn't know, we just knew that we had to be in a room, type of thing. As we mm-hmm. got a little older, like nine, 10, 11, 12, definitely we knew, and we were still not supposed to be partaking. Um, but I do remember like. One time I was around 12 or 13 years old and we were renting another church that mm-hmm. didn't have extra rooms.
1: Oh no uh, so we
2: were all still in the same like you know same place where they were doing that's the whole a bad idea. Oh my gosh. so they basically took all of us kids still same same concept but they put us against the wall so so where we weren't looking. <laughs> and we were saying the exact same prayer, but the thing is that you can hear the dude. I'm sorry, like straight no. up, like rah, like you know, like something was going on. That is traumatic. <laughs> that's what I'm. That's why I see a therapist, guys, listeners. Yes. You need to go see a therapist. Let's go back to your childhood, <laughs> <laughs> because your childhood does things. Um, oh my gosh! Yeah. So and you could hear, not it wouldn't happen all the time, but some people would throw up, and apparently. <sighs> they were throwing up like 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 it's not like regular like if we get drunk throw up it's the food that we last ate but apparently according to the adults it was like this like this deep liquid and it was like a thickness to it we kids, i never i was like i said i was a chicken i was never curiosity killed the cat type of thing because i was like if i do look that demon if it's real or not i don't know it's gonna get me oh man I never looked but that one time I remember all the other little times sporadically but that one time that they put us against the wall and you can hear it all it was just it was bad like you could feel this energy Ooh, no yeah oh church oh religion
1: oh I would not want to step in the church again
2: yeah (sighs) I I believe they're real they're demons out there oh yeah
1: that's why I can't good watch those and movies. Bad spirits,
2: They're out there. Jeez.
0: And, like, I bet as a kid, growing up and hearing that, it could be enough for a lot of kids to, like, stick with the religion, like the big, like, yeah. the heavy religion, and to, like, really maintain that growing up. Like, because that's scary. Like, you could think, oh, I could turn out like that, or I could just be good, like, yeah, quote, unquote. Mm-hmm. quote unquote. And, yeah. Ooh. That's scary. Right. I had no idea you went through that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, like, freak
2: out. Oh, man. I'll have to ask my brother to see what he remembers. Like, you know how different people oh, yeah. remember a little bit different reality yeah. of it? I'll have to ask my brother, too, to see how he remembers the stories.
1: Oh, please do. Wait, I'm I'm kind of curious, curious. Like, mm-hmm. you shared this story with Susan, right?
2: This specific one? Yeah. Or no, actually, no. I haven't okay. tried with okay. Susan yet. <laughs> <laughs> i probably like, have to. I mean, I'm sure it's some kind of connected to some kind of, like, me. you know what? I'm, like, psychoanalyzing oh my myself right now. I'm, like, would <laughs> yeah. say, yeah, what would Susan say, guys? It probably has to do with how freaking scaredy-cat I am. Like, I could be uh, yeah. in the room, and I know Andrew's in the room, and I'm so concentrating on whatever it is. I'm cleaning, I'm doing my makeup, whatever the situation is, and he'll come around the corner no intention to scare me but all of a sudden <laughs> I scream I, I startle myself and he's like what the hell you knew I was here yeah, yeah. so psychoanalyzing myself I'm sure that's what Susan would say
0: <laughs> totally I could see that I'm psychoanalyzing that yeah. too you also
2: oh my gosh that's why I'm, such yeah, I'm a pretty
0: jumpy at.
2: yeah Mark does that for sure Andrew knows he'll get punched in the throat oh, oh yeah. yeah I get pissed off
0: <laughs> I did that just the other day or yesterday. I didn't see Mark outside. I think he was working on the car. Uh-huh. I walk outside, like dum dum, gonna go ask him if he's gonna run to the store or something. And all of a sudden he comes like, boo, like out of the <laughs> out of the corner behind the the garage. And I screamed, and you could hear me go like the echo <laughs> down the block. And I was like, oh, hate you. He got you good. Why do you do that? Yeah, I get scared easily. Yep, I do too. Oh, yeah I know so Lynn like I hear the story of your family living in a house with spirits Ooh, and yeah. something like obviously moving into my house last year you can't help but think like what happened in this house previously hope there's no spirits I get good vibes at my house BT Doves like I'm good you do I'm not worried mm-hmm. you do get good yeah. vibes you guys do too yes. do you guys yeah. okay good <laughs> you meaning we right yes. we all do <laughs> <laughs> um, cause then on my mom's side my mom grew up Um, we call it the house on 23rd. And so my family grew up um, like in the Beacon Hill neighborhood in Seattle. And um, for a time, all of my mom's aunts and uncles, so my great aunts and uncles would, um, they lived on like every block over near Kimball Elementary School. Mm. And some of them still live there. But there's this house on 23rd, which was white and red growing up because I went to Kimball and I would walk past this house. And it was the childhood home of my mom and my aunts and uncles as well okay. and she swears up and down that that house is haunted and so I would always walk by on my way to school and like really stare hardcore oh, no through the you windows wanted to see something out trying that window to find something <laughs> yeah and so like once I got scared because some white lady walked out of her house because that was her house and she lived in it so I was like oh shoot but um my mom it's so interesting because like my mom would think that that house is haunted and she says that there was a time when she was growing up that she was playing in the backyard and she said that she just saw this man walking across the the yard and he was kind of see-through and he had no feet. So he was just hovering and I'm like, what's with these footless ghosts? I know, your family
1: has a lot of footless ghost stories.
0: <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. So that's scary. But then I just keep thinking like, if my house even felt a little off uh yeah that would be a big no for me I would try and find a place yep. to, to yeah move. and it's like apparently everybody in my mom's family like my aunt will always talk about how she thought that house was haunted and it's like I would never stay at a house I thought was haunted. I know or maybe well, they, they didn't feel it, it until they were there my great-grandma knew like it's just crazy to think oh. that they're just like oh yep that's the spirit of the house. Like, no, thank you. So I've never, like, knock on all the wood because I have never had, like, a scary story myself, like, no ghost story. And I don't welcome it either. Yes. I believe. <laughs> I always like to say that. I believe in you. No need yes. to, to mess with me. Yes. Um, but so many of my family members have had some sort of weird thing. And so I do think some people are more susceptible to it than others. Yeah. Anybody else have any other stories? I like listening to the stories.
2: Um, shoot, I'm trying to think. Are there any movies or images that are like ingrained into your brain <sighs> and you can never erase it that you've seen? Lynn, do you have one?
1: I don't real. I don't like Halloween movies, like yeah. for my life. Like, I don't like <laughs> the Halloween one with uh mm. Michael Myers. Michael Myers. I yeah. hate that movie. Like, I think it was, like, one of the movies I watched as a kid in San Francisco. And it was, like, the Halloween H2o- H201. I- oh, and yeah.
0: that one just that came
1: traumatized out. Yeah. me for so long. Mm-hmm. And then my second one is The Ring. Like, I was Ooh. never oh, yeah. able to have oh, my a gosh. TV screen. Nope. Like, I had to always, like, if I had my TV in my bedroom, I would have to cover the screen at night. Ooh. Because, you know, like... The older screens, they were always like shiny and glassy. Yeah, yeah. Like the good thing is, like now, (laughs) the good thing is, like now, you know, the screens are like TVs. Yeah, those are so bad. Like I had to like cover it up (laughs) because I didn't want to see anything. Some people say just like mirrors, like TVs are also like portals. Gateway. Yeah, Yeah. I don't. I turn around my mirrors. (laughs) Oh yeah, but yeah,
0: I um. The one thing about the ring. Oh, okay, so my childhood home growing up Mm -hmm. in Rainier Beach um was built in like the 1920s 1930s I don't remember so it was built quite quite some time ago and the person who built the house built like two or three other houses on the block during that time so they were kind of like the same sort of style of Mm -hmm. house um and in each of the backyards there were these huge like concrete stone uh fountains. Oh, I was going to say, you are you going to say well? <laughs> I was going to, I was well. waiting
2: for the wells. So I was like, Mm-mm.
0: but it looked like a well. It looked like the ring well. Oh. And so it was around that same time we had just moved into the house. The house was kind of junky, I guess, when we first moved in. So the basement reminded me of, what was the other one? Um, The Blair Witch Project. Oh, yeah. Do you remember well, in the very I end? Watch so that. that also has stuck in my mind, <laughs> Anna, to get to your to your question, the very end of that movie, um, when they're at the witch's house and they see (laughs) one of the friends in the corner, like his face is in the corner, because I guess that's and then all of a sudden the camera falls. My basement looked like that. Oh hell my God. The basement looked like Blair Witch. And then at night, um, like that fountain always creeped me out. And it was just it wasn't like a working fountain it had where the water would spout out at one point in time yeah. it was like a concrete boy riding a goose which did not make sense like what it was weird and so in the middle of the night i would go to the bathroom and i would have to walk by a window to the backyard that you could <laughs> see it that you could see but we also had motion lights like those big floodlights Ooh. that would turn on with motion and it would turn on as i'm walking to of go course to the course of yeah. course
1: that's horrible
0: and so then the last thing about that <laughs> is when we finally knocked it down. So we rented, like, cool construction things and, like, knocked it down. My dad did. And it was filled with, like, filler dirt, which is, like, yeah. fine. But then there were also, like, toys. Like a cast iron race car or, like, a little plastic thing or, like, a little toy gun what? piece. That's
1: creepy. Yeah. <laughs> and so
0: that, that further creeped me out. I kept thinking, "Oh my gosh, are we gonna find bones yeah. in there? Like, what are we gonna find?" Oh, um, yeah. But I think, in my heart, I'm hoping it was just like a little time capsule that a kid was like, "Hey, I want to bring, I want to put these in as well," because that's something I would do. But oh. it scared me.
2: Yeah. Ooh. <sighs> the Ring and Blair Witch. Man, for me, it would be Chucky. I know it sounds ah! dumb to some people, <laughs> but Chucky, I. I watched it too young I think. And Yeah, I did too. Um,
0: <laughs> like who let us watch these
2: scores? Okay, you guys if My you guys are younger did. listeners, you know, you guys are Gen Zers, apparently millennial parents or you know, parents that have parented us, millennials, had no <laughs> regard into like the ratings of movies. If it was rated R, no. go ahead and watch it. PG-13, go ahead and watch it. There is no regard to the the ratings of movies. So, yeah, I think I watched Mm -hmm. Chucky 2 early. And then, of course, older cousins would make it even worse. So they would, like, poke the bear type of thing and, like, (laughs) freak me out even more. So since then, zero dolls. Like, if I ever have a child, (laughs) they're not having dolls. Sorry, no dolls. Hell to the no. (laughs) They can have, like, you know, Barbies. I was fine with Barbies. So there was, like, I guess, like, a kind of difference between what I was afraid of. Barbies, I was totally fine. But if it was, like, an actual, like, baby doll, like, Mm -hmm. an actual looking, like, baby kind of figure, nope. I would tell my mom, sorry, I don't want this. Throw it away. Give it to someone else. I do not want this. Man. And then for my quinceanera, they gave us, they gave me this, like, porcelain doll oh. that she's like wearing the same exact quinceanera dress that i had <laughs> and i was like yeah. no 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 thank you not what? today, <laughs> you are <laughs> not going into my house <laughs>
1: no. I Chucky.
2: i'm glad but you nope. said no
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah i i felt bad i was very you know thankful to the you know to my madrina who gave it to it because in mm. land culture you always have like some kind of um godmother or godfather that kind of like uh purchases like the cake and purchases the dress and purchases the food so there's madrinas and padrinos for that so I was like I you know thank you so much I know you meant so much and you made her look she literally the replica of my (laughs) dress so scary "Mm, but I can't I'm sorry it she can't come with me Mm -mm." (laughs) Mm-mm Oh, no. Thankfully, she understood. Yeah. And she was like, well, then I'll keep it. I love it. I was like, well, I'm I'm glad you enjoy it. I hope you have a long and prosperous (laughs) life with her because she ain't coming with me. No. Aw.
0: No. All right, guys. That was a good little piece of scary, scariness for me. That's enough for one night. Yeah. I'm watching.
2: (laughs) I'm definitely watching a good movie right now. I know.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to find a good cartoon, good kids movie, and watch it. Well, everyone have a safe and happy Halloween.
2: Yes, definitely. I know Halloween is definitely different this year, but still have fun at home. Be safe. Thank you for listening, everybody. Don't forget to vote. Don't forget to vote. Yes. Don't forget to vote. That's the most important thing. If you didn't listen to the rest of this episode, just... Remember to vote. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bye bye. Bye, guys. Be sure to tune in weekly and listen as we share our stories as Ladies in Progress.
1: Follow us on Instagram at Ladies in Progress Podcast for updates and episode extras.
0: Drop us a line at Ladies in Progress Podcast at gmail.com. Boo! Boo!